Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Yeah, welcome back. It is 6.43. We've almost forgotten that most of the world's civil aircraft were grounded for two years amid the pandemic. They're back in the skies and the cost of flights has soared as there simply aren't enough planes out there to meet demand. It's all great news for the biggest plane makers in the world who gather this week for the Paris Air Show to sell their wares. On top of that, the war in Ukraine has led to a surge in demand for military aircraft and drones. Theo Leggett is the BBC's business correspondent and he's at Le Bourget for the Paris Air Show. Good morning, Theo. Good morning, Joe. Good to have you on the show, Theo. First time back in quite a few years and business is booming. Absolutely. And the problem is the industry is not yet in a position to keep up. So if we look at the civil aircraft sector, um, we've already seen quite a few big orders this year. There was one at the show yesterday, um, 500 aircraft being ordered by the Indian airline Indigo from Airbus. That's the biggest order in history in terms of aircraft numbers. And it comes off the back of previous orders we've seen from Air India, from Ireland's own Ryanair, um, right since the start of the year. The problem is that neither Airbus nor Boeing is really in a position to provide these aircraft at the moment or not quickly. Because as we've come out of the pandemic, there have been supply chain issues in this industry as in many others. And the aircraft makers want to up their production. The problem is they can't. So they still haven't got back to the levels we were seeing in 2019. It's really interesting how they they continue to have production problems, even during better times, uh, they, they have production problems. Who would you say is the biggest laggard in terms of delivering planes, uh, Airbus or Boeing? I would say it's Boeing because... Well, Airbus has had supply chain issues, and there have also been problems with engines fitted to existing aircraft as well, which is causing them a little bit of a headache. Boeing has had particular quality control issues. So for quite a long period of time, it had to almost cease production of 787s um, because of, of issues with fuselage sections not being created properly. It's also had some issues with the 737 MAX. So taking all that together, um, both of the these giant aircraft makers have issues with supply chain but also Boeing's had problems on top of that. Nevertheless, they are in a much better position than they were. You know, if you go back two, three years, the industry had almost come to a standstill. Airlines weren't flying because people weren't allowed to travel. That meant that they weren't buying new aircraft. So production lines had to slow right down or stop. And now we're recovering from that. And at the moment, there is a glut of orders. Airlines have suddenly decided that now is a good time to renew their fleets. They need new aircraft because new aircraft are more fuel efficient and therefore cheaper to run than older ones. Some airlines like Indigo are expanding aggressively. The question is how long they have to wait before those aircraft are actually ready. I mentioned at the outset that military spending is soaring due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. That's had added a huge dimension to the sale of aviation uh, and drones, I'm guessing, uh, at the Paris Air Show. Yes. I mean, what we've seen is a change in the way the defense industry is operating over the past few years. If you go back to the Obama era, the emphasis for the defense industry was very much on counterinsurgency, on containing the enemy within. Whereas now we have in Europe, 
a nation state versus nation state, old fashioned type of war, if you like. And so the defense industry is now looking at what kind of kit is needed. At the same time, you also have a technological change. So, you know, in the past, the focus might have been on the really big ticket items, the fancy fighter planes. Well, now we're seeing a conflict in which drones are being used much, much more for reconnaissance, for attacking targets, and even from bringing down other drones. So there is a technological race. But one of the problems that the defense industry is facing, and I was talking to Lockheed Martin about this yesterday, is that under normal circumstances, they produce a certain quantity of goods each year, and they keep stockpiles at a certain level, and their production is kept at a certain level. When you have a major conflict like what's going on in Ukraine at the moment, an awful lot of the stored weaponry is used up over a very short period of time. And that has to be replaced. But they're not really in a position, initially at least, to replace that kit quickly. And they don't really want to be going into a frenzy of production now and then find that in a couple of years' time they have nothing to do. So they're trying to pace themselves, provide what's needed in Ukraine at the pace at which it's needed without storing up problems for the future. And that is actually quite a headache for them. Yeah. Um, Finally, Rolls-Royce, one of the biggest engine makers uh, for planes in the world, they're trying to get into the electrical vertical takeoff and landing business. There's quite a bit of uh, looking into the future for them, isn't there? Yes, there is. And they're not the only ones. You know, Boeing and Embraer are looking at this space as well, as is Airbus. Um, there is a lot of interest in what are called electronic, electrical vertical takeoff and landing aircraft. So to you and me, those will be air taxis. So, for example, in a future year, Theo Leggett might come to the Paris Air Show, spend the day at the air show, and then want to get back into the centre of Paris. Well, if I do that today, I have to sit in traffic for nearly an hour. It's horrendous around here. Mm. The idea that you could just get into a little electric vehicle go up in the air, spend 15 minutes going to the centre of Paris and land in a park or somewhere like that, it sounds brilliant. And also, the attraction is, because these machines are electric, they would, in theory, be very cheap. Now, we've been hearing a lot about devices like this for the past few years. And, you know, at past shows, I've been in and seen mock-ups that look very, very fancy, very futuristic. The difference is now, some of them are actually being tested, and we even had one taking part in the flying display yesterday. So that's a big step forward. It's not going to revolutionize air travel per se. You know, you aren't going to cross the Atlantic in these things. But as a means of getting around crowded areas and avoiding traffic, they seem to have a lot to offer. Yes, indeed they do. Theo Leggett there, doing his best to make it it sound unglamorous to be at Le Bourget in Paris at the Paris Air Show. That's Theo Leggett, the BBC's business correspondent. Thank you, Theo, and enjoy the rest of the show. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.